It's just oh after this, and we really stop to think about it. I can't how many things there are that we totally forget actually again. happened because it's been like, like such we're gonna a have long a new fan time. Base and I think that our base, so well, we don't even have fans in the first place. That's so true, but I think I think this is going to be a big year for us. You can't listen to what I'm saying. Maybe maybe we should maybe we should hold it in a little bit right now. You think now. so? I think we've got a lot of pent up. Um, is this stuff the podcast? To say. I think this. I'm John Abdullah. And I'm Patrick Green. What the fuck? This is just winging it in 2020. Yeah, we is. literally just winged that intro. Yeah, that was supposed to go on for longer, but you know what? I couldn't do it any longer than. Well, that. you started paying attention to me. No, you started paying attention to me. I didn't say anything related to what you. Yes, whatever. you did. Did I really? You totally did. Oh, look how good You're that such is. an empath. You can't I'm even help so, yourself. Oh, I am so organized. Yeah, it's a new year. It's a new me. I got my bucket of mac it's and cheese. It's the same you, Patrick Green. I'm gonna eat this. Patrick loudly. Green is eating Kraft mac and cheese. Is it? Is it at least like Annie's organic or something? It's Trader They're Joe's. They're not bunnies, so Trader Joe's. They sponsor this program. <laughs> I fucking love Trader Joe's. Oh, oh, for sure. That for has sure. become a huge thing in our household, especially over the last like few months. But yeah. I feel like in the past it was always a treat. For by the way, thank you this for sponsoring is your this resolution. Show. Yeah, 2020. Yeah. Um, like in the, in the past it was always kind of a treat to go to, to TJ's because it's like you know. It's all special. You can't get everything there, stuff. but it's all yeah. kind of crazy, fun, weird, good stuff that's yes. affordable. But you can't, like, you know, you can't get all of your staples there, or so we thought. Yeah. But now that we go staples, there almost exclusively, yeah. you know, we've, we've been wiping our butts with lettuce. <laughs> Uh, we've been brushing our teeth with apricots, basil, chocolate. You know, yeah, yeah it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just using, you know, extra cookies to, you know, braid our hair in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I mean, that works. Ginger but... butter cookies. So, you know, you can't go wrong. Seriously, Trader Joe's is absolutely terrific. Thank you for sponsoring Just Winging It. <laughs> Welcome to season 2020. Season three, my friend. Yeah! Can you believe this? This is our third season. And we do seasons uh, you're like already legit. already fucking burping. Bur- That's I awesome. just ate my beautiful Trader Joe's. Please do 100% organic, equitably sourced, free range <laughs> macaroni and cheese. That was an organic burp you just heard right there. Orgasmic. 100% it's been organic. three years now. Three years. I'm still burping. That's why there's pauses. So it's been fun. I don't actually ever listen back to our show because, you know, it's like I'm like uh, Adam Driver. I can't actually go back and listen to myself and throw work. me out right. of the, you know, right. clearly. Um, but Bethany does. Mm-hmm. And so she's now now in the middle of season two. And so she was saying how great it is to be able to listen back now because um, Henry was at, you know, Luke's age. Yeah, right. At the start of this right. season, right? So because right. we're a year different with Henry right. and Luke. Um, and so it's just fun to like go back in time and hear what you had gone through and how we're, you know, the parallels in it with our, and you're like, yeah, our kids further along. Oh yeah. Everything. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, it's funny. He but sounds like a two year old. To be fair. That's, you know, every parent I talk to. That's true. Uh, isn't that what we all Universal. do? Universal. Isn't yeah. that what we all do? We're like, we're all benchmarking our kids against each other. I think that's, that's, that's the meaning of life actually. Yeah. That's the sure. end of season three actually. <laughs> no, it's crazy. I mean, we started this thing pretty genuinely long time ago. Yeah. At this point. And you know, a lot of people do seasons where it's like, you know, it's not it's not actually an, a, a season. Right. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I, I'm always shocked by television shows who are like, oh, it's season 43. Yeah. And I'm uh, SNL. And I'm like, well, how long have you actually been around? Well, SNL is a bad example because they actually do it. Annually. I was going to say, but, they, yeah, but for they example, like, have. you know, the like Schitt's Creek, a show that I'm super into as yeah, well. Right now funny. they sponsor the show. It's great. Um, like they're on their sixth season right now. Yeah. But they started in 2015. That doesn't make sense. So they're cutting some corners. I'm just saying we go by the actual <laughs> Greco-Roman calendar on this on This, this is podcast. incredible, yeah. You can trust what we say. That's right. Uh, I'm Patrick Green. And I'm John Abdullah. Didn't we already do that? I don't know. I think we already did. I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> this is we, just yeah, winging it podcast. This, I'm getting and for drunk those of you who have never listened before and, and who are about to tune out because this intro has been so terrible. I'm Patrick I Green. I just want to tell you what our value proposition is to you as, as a listener Yeah, what's our right value now. proposition? Our value prop, which I'm just making up as I speak right it's now, our ROI. and I'm saying more words so I can think of it, uh, is that, you know, if you're a parent out there looking for some relief in life, right? Yeah, some fart. comic relief. A big fart. Um, some, some sad cry relief, you know, because you might cry. This is it. You found your podcast. You know, we're going to share a little bit about life as a young parent with young kids because uh, we're all young. Young is the operative word here. We're getting apparently. less young as this podcast yeah, goes you, on. You've let me gone tell you. grayer. I wish I, I had taken pictures of you each episode and, and then <laughs> you done can like see a my fucking... descent and getting gray. Well, part of it's my facial hair. The you wrinkles. You just I sag decided, in your chair. <laughs> I decided to not shave on this uh, like time off. Yeah. And I, I was like, I'm going to come back. People are going to be like, oh my God, you're so hirsute. Literally nobody has commented on it, which makes me think nobody that maybe I should just. No, nobody knows anything. No. No. But you look good. Bunch of assholes. You got like a there. lumberjack kind of thing going on. I, I also wore a plaid shirt. You look like shirt. Wolverine after he's like retired, you know? When he's old and when he's destitute. 
Uh, yeah, I figured, you know, try to rock. It's like, you know, when you come back after summer camp, which I think is actually something that I talked about last time we had an extended break. You know, everybody likes to try something new out. You know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's time, what I hope we can, you know, we're just going to dive right into it. This whole episode is just like us, I think, you know, doing that. Trying right? something back, new. Trying something new. New Getting year, new braces. us. Um, Getting yeah, those glasses. I think so. I mean, how was your break? Like old you, t- you took like, how, how many weeks did you take? Like 10? Uh, I don't know. I just, I <laughs> left and I'm back now and it was a long time. No, it was, it was uh, three weeks. How are you feeling? You still got the vacation glow, right? No, uh, I feel, no, I you feel, actually uh, don't. no, I, I, I look old and hairy. <laughs> I, I, I gotta say, I feel like this was an absolutely incredible time, but I was so, uh, <laughs> Like so, the, we really backloaded this thing. Okay, yeah, of course you did. It, it was crazy in the beginning. You always you know, in the say beginning. this with such surprise. Like you know, I'm sorry, I'm more crazy than ever this day. You know, <laughs> right? It's always the same amount of Patrick Green crazy that you bring. Like, why is he That's in the International are, Space man. Station? Own it. That's true. I should. Well, I should. Well, I got to buy the copyright first. But so yeah. I was. In, so <laughs> we we decided to kind of like take it easy in the beginning with the holiday stuff, sure, which for was like not a day. very easy for a couple hours. Uh, it was crazy, but it was wonderful. Then yeah. we took a really great trip to New Hampshire, which we can talk about at some point in the show. And then we came back, and we had this week off that was all about catching up on housework. It was mm-hmm. a very John Abdullah vacation. Catching there up were, on housework. It was it's all, all, all about it. It was just mulching every single day. Yeah. Uh, no, because we, we, we just had – we have all these projects that we haven't had time to do because of Micah's school schedule and because of me doing a yeah, billion things. Yeah, and you're things. both off. I mean, when and when's we were the last both time off at the same time. Henry? Last year, I mean, this time, this time last year was the last time, time we had an extended yeah. break together. Yeah, um, she's about to go into her last semester, which started today, which is just going to be an absolute blitzkrieg. Um, so we were like, let's take this time before it gets crazy to really catch up on some of the things that we have on our on our list yeah. of items. Yeah. The week went by, we did nothing. We basically just enjoyed <laughs> ourselves, which was also fucking wonderful. What would the montage look like if it was just a few visuals? It was just like, it was a series of like waking up and then like going back to bed after the kids were gone, <laughs> staying in our pajamas, going to the gym and then going back to sleep again and then eating way too much food and saying we got to go to the gym again tomorrow <laughs> and then not doing that and then wondering where the kids were and realizing we're almost late. So getting yeah. In the car, yeah. coming home, and now you're back, and then not doing anything else, and then being like, "Oh man, we really got to put the beds together. We really got to put the beds together," and then not do, putting the beds together, yeah. and then the weekend coming and being like, "We have to call my parents to come take the kids because we have said we were going to do a thousand things on this break, and I'm still wearing <laughs> the same outfit I was wearing in January and December of last year, yeah. the tuxedo, the new one." So they came up, and we just caught up on so much stuff last week, and one of them was putting the beds together. We finally built Henry's real big boy bed. Oh. Uh, which is a bunk bed, which I don't, I don't know. Listeners of the show may or may not remember this. If you do remember this, then seriously, good on you. You're you should, a super fan. You, you are really into the show. Yeah. But when we put, might be a little creepy, too. It's a little frightening. Yeah. When, when we put Jude's big boy bed together, uh, we specifically bought it because it was part of a bunk bed set, knowing that at some point we, that was the arrangement we were going <laughs> to have. That's what we did. Yeah. I, th- I think it must be pretty common. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, but for, you know, the last three years, well, two years, I guess it's been sort of sitting up in our attic. So you have half of it built for So half of Jude it was built, and then, and then yeah. half of it was just this wild, disassembled jungle of wood, Yep, which is my autobiography, sitting in our attic. Jumble of wood. <laughs> wild, all disassembled jum- jum- jungle of wood. Uh, and so we, you know, part of this was this discovery of, like, where are all of the slats for this? Like, what, what how do you make a bed? What does it look like? Why aren't the instructions anywhere? Yeah. Like, why are there lug nuts in it? Like, a lot, there's a lot of that. You worked through life in what the process of What are we plugging in? Yeah. Um, but eventually we found all the parts, we found the instructions, uh, the surviving instructions, mm-hmm. and we figured it out and we spent like, you know, a really long time putting it together and it was so gratifying because now they have bunk beds and they are loving it. Oh, like, loving I can it, loving only it, imagine. Loving it. They're so, and Henry is so proud. I'll show you a picture once we're done recording where they're giving thumbs up and you can just see like yeah. in his face, he really feels like uh, a big boy. The other big construction project we had. The big um, construction project. The, big, the large scale, you know, we had contractors coming in, we had cement mixing, you know, uh, was the dresser. Did that happen? Yeah, no. this this had not happened yet. This was this was basically just after I took break. We're just hearing about your furniture. Right yeah, now. this is the furniture podcast. Yeah. Okay, so so buckle up. Uh, you paid for it. No, you didn't. But uh, I anyway, was trying to so, think of a, a furniture analogy or something. Uh, a saying, but I don't know. It's a chair to nail sit it on. in. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna nail I'm gonna nail I'm gonna nail it in. <laughs> Uh, so right, basically right after I went on vacation, we had this incident that happened. So if Uh-oh. longtime listeners of the show, again, thank, kudos to you, might remember that Henry fell down the stairs last year. Mm-hmm. And it was a huge event, and it made a very characteristic noise that Micah and I have, like, low-grade PTSD. Oh, God. About because it was so shocking, and we were just, like, downstairs, and all the crashes, and I was just, it was a horrible situation. Mm. 
So uh, we found ourselves in a situation right before New Year's where once again we were Mike and I happened to be downstairs while the kids were upstairs. Oh no! Because we were literally cleaning up after dinner. Um, Trader Joe's had sponsored this dinner. It was absolutely PJ's exquisite. Dinner. Orange frozen. chicken. Oh, so good and frozen. <laughs> um, we it didn't heat even it heat up. it up. It was just it, yeah. <laughs> so it didn't even heat it. It was just just ice. Yeah. It was just ice the kids blocks. Think they're popsicles. Yeah, they're like this is hard, Daddy. I'm like that's what Lick she it. said. That's disgusting. Oh, no. um, Anyway, so so they're upstairs, and you know we're like, okay, we got to finish up because we should go up there and be on the same floor as them. We hear this enormous crash. What did it scream. sound like? It sounded like <laughs> like that. Oh my Very god! Very weird. Uh, so we're running up. We think the Henry's falling down the stairs again. Yeah, right? yeah. But the stairs are clear. So then I'm like, oh my god, something else has happened. And we're like, Jude, because we can hear Henry making like weird, funny noises. Oh no! And there's no answer. We're like, Jude, there's no answer. I'm like, oh my god, he's been killed. We're running up the stairs, and all I see. So here we go. I'm 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 approaching the the landing. Yeah, and I see like clothes <laughs> spilling down, like like a fucking like you know in The Shining when the blood falls down the <laughs> elevator shaft. It's that, but it's with clothes. clothes. Okay? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is frightening. And I'm walking up, and I see Jude's foot kind of poking out of what looks like some sort of a post-apocalyptic rubble pile. Um, he's not making any noise, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god, my son is dead. I look the wardrobe. The fucking dresser has fallen over. Oh, and, and this is and like we're talking a, a like a big ass piece of Beauty furniture, and the Beast a size. big ass yeah. Beauty and the Beast piece of furniture. Yep, uh, it's not Beauty and the Beast, but you, you get the idea. I do. It had fallen over, um, and this was something that. So the first thing I do when we put any piece of furniture portal, in the house, right? like that movie with the wardrobe. The wit line, the witch, and the wardrobe. Exactly. <laughs> this is actually what has happened. It was very strange. The portal fell on very him, strange. and then he was gone. <laughs> it was poorly constructed portal. Yeah. I always anchor everything to the wall with at least two anchor points. Do you really? I like, yeah. yeah. I haven't anchored like, anything to the wall, but maybe after one this second, story, I will. This, this, is, this is like a quick PSA. Every piece of furniture you buy now oh, yeah. comes with this I little thing. I just toss thing. it, yeah. And, right. <laughs> and it's just like, it takes no I've time. I've seen it. I've read it. And it's it. just really useful to, it takes like one second. It's not a big deal. Anyway, we always do that because when we had Jude originally, I was like, you know what? We have some older furniture. Who knows what's yeah. up with it? Um, but when we got our house, some of it came with furniture that was handed over by the previous owners, including these really beautiful large dressers. Yeah. Which were too big for anybody to get rid of, you know, without the having to go through a lot of- Beast needs a large wardrobe. Exactly. Yeah. And as was beauty. So Belle. we- no, Belle. thank you. She's beautiful. <laughs> um, so we went through this whole, you know, thing uh, where I, I realized that the wardrobe had fallen over. On Jude, who was fine, he just wasn't answering me for some reason because he was like reading something on the label. <laughs> I'm just of something. imagining him in like a Chris Farley moment where the wardrobe's over and it's quiet, and suddenly you just hear fucking Jude emerges from the other side of it. Do you know what I mean? He just stands <laughs> yeah. up and he's like, you know, poking his head through the fucking wood. Right, his hair sticking on the exactly. dust everywhere. Yeah, but he's that's fine. kind of what it was. That's pretty much. But he right. was completely naked. So this was this was so this is the scene. Okay, so so we have the shining clothes falling out. We have a dresser that's over. We have yeah, Jude and you silently still discovered naked. Henry. And then who, all you're of hearing a sudden, some odd sounds. I'm like, where is Henry? And then I see a stream of blue shooting through the air. <laughs> And I'm like trying to process what, what I'm looking at. This is blue stream. And then I hear him laughing. And then I hear Jude laughing, who's still naked on the floor yeah, covered right, with the so wardrobe. At least you've heard laughing from both. At least though. they're both breathing. And then Henry pops out with a Spider-Man costume on. He's fucking firing web shooters in the air. <laughs> it's like it's like little like silly string web shooters. So I'm like trying to put together what's going on. And it turns out that oh, like Jude man. was just getting his clothes out and the shitty old dresser uh, fell off the wall. And then now they were like playing with it. And you're just it. looking around taking it all in like in a war like, movie what? where you just hear the muffled sounds of everything. And There's like, like the, the tinnitus, piercing. like the exactly, ringing. Yes, the exactly. I can exactly. hear bullets flashing on yep. either side in the stereo mix. Like Except it's Ryan. web shooter. And, but it's, yeah. it's literally my child shooting me with a web shooter. Yep. And I'm standing there and I really like could not process. And then we kind of put it together and I was like, you know what? Things have to change. This room, this my playroom life. has become <laughs> a, their, it's their bedroom and it's their playroom, which is the problem, uh-huh. has just become so untenably overcrowded with shit. Yeah. And now throw into that like a six foot tall fucking dresser full of other crap and toys too that has fallen over. And a portal over. into another galaxy. And a portal so to another just, galaxy. You know, an and, accident uh, waiting to happen. So we basically just like couldn't inhabit that room. So we went out to Ikea. Thank you for sponsoring. We got another dresser. With the kids? Brand which new I've heard one. that's the a kids. whole experience. It was I don't so necessarily want to hear about it. It but was so fun. Yeah. They survived. It was great. That's all you need to know. All right, good. Both the naked for it for some reason. <laughs> Sponsored by Ikea. Thank you, Ikea. Take your kids. Where the fun happens. Uh, and we got back and we set it all up and uh, Micah and I like basically... We're like, we're going to go to the dump as much as we can. We took my parents' pickup truck. We bolted it to the, to and the we, wall. We put it in nine places. And we just got rid of all this old furniture that we don't know if it's safe, that we don't want to use anymore. Yeah. We swapped things out. 
Um, and it was just wonderful. Redid the room. It is now a really viable play area with bunk beds in it. And I feel like we accomplished something, even though most of it happened within a four so hour you, period. It sounds like it's their bedroom, right? But you've you've better sort of divided it up and gotten rid of some of the old furniture that was uh, yeah, exactly hazardous. Exactly. That's so good. We, I feel like we actually did some. We did some shit. Oh, you know for sure. I mean? Yeah. 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 I can't think specifically of like. Um, a whole lot of productivity for us during our time off. I think. Well, how much time did you have? Two, well, two days, you know, because uh, yeah, <laughs> I had this is you know a busy fundraising season for us, and uh, we happened to have like five people who had left the team recently. <laughs> um, and I, literally, I was doing aspects of all five of those people's <laughs> jobs during this. You know, so that was that was fun um, and interesting. Yeah, but you know, I got some time during the holidays. Things quiet down a little bit. And then afterwards, we took a couple days without the kids, which is key. I've already talked about the the uh, benefits, the opportunities, the gift of taking <laughs> these days where the kids are in daycare and you have your own time. So we were able to watch a couple movies, including Marriage Story, which I have to highly, highly recommend to you. I almost texted you, got you a after. a lot of Oscar nominations um, yesterday. Yes. Yeah. It was unfucking believable um, As young parents, you know, I think we especially would appreciate it. It's a painful to watch. But it is just phenomenal in terms of the writing and the acting. Adam Driver, I'm just entirely enthralled by at this point. You're um, like really into Adam Driver on this episode. I've already mentioned him, yeah, twice yeah. now. That's no, why I, I, he's that's, just it's always on, on my mind now. It's yeah. on our list. There's, there, but there's so much content out there. Oh, totally. But you should the definitely Outsider you should and HBO, watch another good one. Um, oh, I have to check that out. You should definitely watch Marriage Story with Micah. We will. Um, it's on the list. I should have texted you while you were on break. That's what I meant to do, but I forgot. God damn it! We wouldn't have built the dresser. Um, but it was also, you know, it was this wonderful time to just be with the kids more, despite me just saying how great it was spending time without them. Um, much of it was with them, you know, including times where I wasn't working and Bethany was, and so I got to be with them. Um, and so just a couple of sort of, you know, vignettes from that experience um, and their development now. I mean, so much of it has been um, so much fun to see how they interact with each other now. And I remember this is something for you and, uh, you know, for Jude and Henry that was emerging last year as well. Um where, you know, they start actually working together now. So, like, we were gonna we were gonna take a shower, um, which I've managed this long to still, uh, you know, sometimes they have baths, and sometimes I just put them in the shower with me if I don't feel like doing the whole thing, and you know, it's easier. Isn't it so much easier to do that? Oh, for sure, it is. I know at some point it won't work anymore, but for now it is. Um, and so they were getting ready, of course, because as soon as I mention it, they fucking bolt to the bathroom and they're like undressing, and. So Grace was was helping him, and then I hear her, and I was like cleaning up the kitchen or something, but I could hear her helping him out, and she was like, "Oh, Luke, you should pee in the potty now, because you know he hasn't. We haven't even tried doing potty training yet. He's he's just uh, you know two in a month, or, or I guess two. You, you three got months. time. You're good. Yeah, exactly. We're we're very much, especially with the second kid. Hashtag second kid. Mm-hmm. We're just kind of you know seeing when he f- is looking like he's ready, and uh, every now and then asking him. Um, and in this case, you know, Grace probably picked up on that, and so she was asking him, or actually forcing him <laughs> she was saying that he needs to pee in the potty first um and so i could hear them and there was a little bit of an argument you know which is always the case but then there was mostly silence which means she either murdered him or they were okay good, um, good either way yeah exactly and so and then all of a sudden um i just hear luke exclaim we did it <laughs> and so of course then i walk in and uh and luke did do it he did pee he was facing the opposite direction of the potty so we, so she had taken all his clothes off and he just peed like on the floor <laughs> in the potty, <laughs> which was fucking hilarious just to hear him. He was so excited, you know, and he right, just goes, right. we did it. Um, and so it's like one of those things where it is practice for them, right? Just like seeing that, you know, themselves. Wait, he pee. was facing away from it? Yeah, he was fucking. He, <laughs> but he was near it. He was near the potty, but he was, but he was facing the in the other direction. Okay. Yeah, so we did it was him peeing. He did something. He did. Right? That's it. That's so you, a, that's you can't a be thing. Mad he at did that. it. You can't be mad at that. No. And frankly, it's a little tiny little pee pool on the floor, you know. So, can you imagine if, like, you did that? <laughs> Just, like, how much urine that would be? I mean, you, like, <laughs> we, both, we both have repulsive. fucking water bottles. I, I go through, like, Coffee I don't know how many hundreds of ounces water. a day. Yeah, water. forget about that it. That would be a nightmare. The entire, it would just be flooded. When's the last time you accidentally peed outside the toilet? Um, I don't mean like a lot, but like enough that it was that you had to get the toilet paper out and clean it up. <laughs> Can't remember. I, I mean, I did it. Like I mean, a you month know ago. me. I don't fucking do that kind of shit. I, so I got pinpoint accuracy. That's true. Sometimes what I will do is uh, is I will like set up to go pee, mm-hmm. and I will 
like get distracted by something and start set talking up to, to go somebody. Pee. What does your setup to go pee involve? You know, it's got to get an extra chair. You got to get the <laughs> sling for your legs to fit into. You know, it's do you have to involved. grab onto something? Are you, you one of those guys? To th- yes, I have to have yeah. a handrail installed on the ceiling. <laughs> it's an it's a it's an inverted pee. <laughs> All systems ready for deployment. <laughs> right, right. In T three, minus two. No, you know, it's uh. like, a, like so. Like I'll, I'll like start peeing and then like M- Michael will say something outside, you know, and I'll be like, oh no, that's fine, and then I'll turn and then and I'll like, forget to recenter what I'm doing. Yeah, and then I'm like. Oh my god, I'm peeing on my foot right now, and I'll move back. You know, it, w- it won't go on for like a long time. Yeah, but that happens like a few times a year, like maybe few, nine. No, maybe, maybe like nine. I'll say maybe four times. Well, that's because you, you're fucking distracted, son of a bitch. That's true. It's gonna happen. And I, I fully commit to you know Being. when I get distracted by something, I'm like, oh, right, that's I'll it. You're committed. That. Yeah, it doesn't matter if I'm also urinating on myself. You yeah. Know? It's so, recycling. You know, so I've just got to start turning Luke as he does this, and I think that'll work just out. Rotate him, um, like just rotate him like a little <laughs> peeing uh, angel fountain or something. Exactly. And, it's a, and then the other thing that's been actually a lot of fun is just seeing how, you know, when they do kind of argue with each other or the way that Luke picks up on what annoys Grace now. Yeah. You know, like one thing that's h- fucking hilarious um, but frustrating for her and, you know, for us sometimes is that she'll, if she gets interrupted mid-sentence, right. she has to start from the beginning again. Oh, no. And so he knows this. And so she'll be going to say something like, you know, Dad, I'd like to have some... And then he'll just be like, hey! And then she'll be like, have to go back to it and be like, Dad, I'd like some... And then he'll do it again yep. in the same moment over and over and over and over and over again. And he'll just go, ah! you know, And, and he it, knows what he's doing. It totally distracts her and she gets so frustrated, she just goes to like hit him, which, oh you God. know... Does she do it? Sometimes she hits him, yeah. Which she well, had to come in, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but obviously, you know, we have to deal with that and make sure she doesn't hit him. Um, but one way she's gotten around that now... <laughs> And she's into this. I don't know if you're if Jude ever got into this phase where she likes to whisper things in your ear all the time now. No. Oh, man. It's fucking creepy as hell. Yeah, it's scary. I mean, just the sound of a whisper and the like hot breath in your ear yeah. and the like breathiness of it all. So she'll come over. What will she say? And she'll be like, Dad, I really want some pancakes right now. At like two in the morning. But but it, it doesn't even matter what it is because it's when it's being whispered in your ear and it, it kind of like tickles a little. But you see her coming over. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's not ambushing you. <laughs> And, and just being like, Father, give me that the hasn't really happened. But there was this this experience I had where, uh, you know, I'm always looking out for signs that she's going to be a psychopath, right? We've talked about this. It's before, good. Right? Yeah. So one way to avoid that, of course, is uh, reading books like the one I described around uh, filling people's buckets. I forget what the hell the name of it is. Oh my God, I always the do. Buckets! I always do the worst job describing back. this book, right? Yeah. But we were reading the bucket book. I'll you just call it that. Dump shit in people's buckets. Yeah, yeah. You dump they, shit. They dump it back. I'm out imagining you. Christopher Walken reading the book. Can you Let's, do that? You know, do you voice? do it. You're the Christopher Walken in person. Am I? No, yeah. that's Dave. I'm not a good. Let's just fucking you do the it. Bucket. <laughs> I you put even... the buckets in the bucket. In the bucket. In the in the bucket. Yeah. Anyway. The bucket. So the book tries to teach kids <gasps> that doing nice things helps fill other people's bucket and your bucket, and doing mean things Man, actually sexual removes fuck. from your bucket and their bucket. I don't know why it has to be sexual. Because why are you it's filling a somebody's box. bucket? Yes. That we is a have, receptacle. We all have imaginary buckets. Come on. Some of us have real ones. Yeah, that's true. Multiple. Bucket of bullshit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, you, it tries to teach kids about doing kind yes. acts of kindness, right? Sexually. And so at the end, um, we were talking about it, and she goes, you know, I'd like to, f- I want to fill my bucket with cotton candy. And I'm like, oh, great. That fucking sunk in, right? She's re- <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not exactly how it works, okay? You're going for the materialistic. But why is she filling her own bucket? Well, she fucking. Let's, let's, let's be clear. I'm not talking sex. This is disgusting. Yes, I'm I not, hear you. Uh, we're, we're past well, the point that. Of the book I'm is using your dumbass metaphor. The, the point She's of the book... filling her own bucket up with cotton candy? No, she didn't get it, is my point. No, but she. Oh. She, if she had gotten it. Maybe it's because the metaphor sucks, John. Why does it suck? Because I don't get it either, and I'm 34 when years old. When you do acts of kindness, it helps fill other people's bucket with and what? yours. I don't find joy. I don't know. The point is, you want a fucking full bucket, okay? Empty bucket so you, equals dumping, bad life. Wait, but but so, oh, here's a question. Yeah. Are you taking things out of your own bucket to fill other people's buckets up? See, that's what it's trying to teach you. No. No. Filling other people's bucket fills your bucket but as what well. Are you, what are you filling it with? Where's it coming life. from? Kindness. So it's some sort of like an inexhaustible resource the out there in the it's cosmos. The force, the force. How about that? Luke. Yes. And you're just taking it. Yeah. No, no. Out of the cosmos. You're, you're creating it. it. You're creating with it. With what? Out of nothing. That's the beauty of love, Patrick. <laughs> so she says cotton candy. And so then I, you know, I'm trying to still teach her the book or whatever. And I'm like, how about, how about uh, I fill it with my love for you or something like that? You know, I said some words like that. They're probably okay. better than that. Shakespearean, okay? Right. And then she comes over and then the whisper thing happens again. And the lights are off at this point because it's bedtime. And she comes over and she whispers to me and she says, 
I want to fill my bucket with ears, eyes, and noses. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fucking terrified. Oh my God. Ears, eyes, and noses. That's, I hate that. She went there, man. I don't and like that. The fact that it was, like I said, anything being whispered into your ear is already terrifying. Well, so, I should be clear. The kids do that. They don't whisper, though. They usually shout in my ear when they, when yeah. when they, oh, yeah, when they want to like, tell too. me a secret. You know? Yes, of course. But when they do that and then they yell at me, I'm also like, I get really ticklish. I'm not like a crazy ticklish. Like, I'm a little oh, ticklish. Oh, you're a fucking ticklish. I'm like a little, I'm like an yeah. ish ticklish. I'm Okay. I'm a little stitches. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you will <laughs> fill your bucket. But like when people, when when the kids will come over and they'll like just whisper in my ear or something, or when the, we're going to bed and they're snuggling and they kind of nuzzle up on my neck, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. so ticklish, right? Yeah. But but just hearing the ears, eyes, and noses thing, um, I, I now like do that. actually. I, I you think I like it? Hearing no, my own child say that? You're the one that was fantasizing about killing your cat. I didn't, she picks up on that, John. To be clear, I didn't fantasize it. I did you that. You did it with a shuffle. <laughs> and she'll still bring that up occasionally and be like, yeah, he's buried in the backyard and we walk on him. <laughs> oh, my God. She's the cutest psychopath in the world, but She's she the, is Well, that's the thing, because she has the, the moments so like that. But then yesterday, I'm home alone with her and I'm like, you know, doing something in the kitchen. Right. And then just totally randomly, she comes up to me and she goes, Dad, you're wonderful. And then wow. she comes up and again, whispers in my ear. Yes. She goes... Everyone loves you, and I love. Now it sounds creepy. I can't whisper it because it'll just sound too creepy. No, she do it. said, whisper. All right, all right. Everyone loves you, <laughs> and I love you too. Oh my god, I hate this. The, you know, serial killers oh, are man, manipulative. It really John, didn't sound she's creepy. manipulating you. It really didn't sound creepy when she said Everyone it, though. Loves you. <laughs> Everyone oh, loves you, and I and I love you too. It was the sweetest. That's incredibly thing. sweet. Talk if about she, a boost to yourself. If she wasn't actually right? saying that just to butter you up, so she could take the knife out of your hands you were cooking. With, you know what she did after that? Killed you. She didn't. I'm, I'm here. Ghost. She's actually. This is Grace this right is, now. Oh my god! She took my skin. <laughs> she wanted the ears, eyes, and noses so that she could switch faces. Uh, I hate this. And no, but what she did after she said I was wonderful and that everybody loves right, me. Right, right, she, she just fucking cleaned all of her toys. Did like, she really? She just everything never happened before without us asking her or whatever. She just yeah. did it. And then from the rest of the day, she wanted to be called the cleaner upper. That okay. That's good. There were a few bodies I think she stuffed into the closet. Is she in the yard doing this with her? Uh, you know, we actually so had a little breakthrough know, with, but it's with been cleaning fun. toys on this yeah? trip. Yeah, what while, while we were at Ikea, thank you for sponsoring the show, we found these little uh, flat pack uh, storage containers that are sh- shaped flat like little suitcases and things like that. Yeah. So they're like pop-up. $29.99 they're at Ikea. Go. Nineteen ninety nine. Um, you know, they're like, they look like little suitcases, but they're, they're flat and then you can pop them open. It's So they're, they're really cheap and they're yeah. like, you know, not a huge waste of space if you don't need they to use like them. They just like fold up. They're made yeah, out exactly. Yeah, they're like little pop-up tents. And... We got a bunch of the like a, a lot of those, and it has been great because now Henry, who loves receptacles, you want to talk about oh, receptacles? Oh yeah, he is all about. He always has a bunch Buckets. of like surprise eggs in his pocket, so he can put things into. <laughs> he always has at least one. He usually will pockets. carry around a pocketbook and one of my fanny packs because I have multiple fanny packs. Or he'll have one of his old backpacks and some. He always has bags and buckets. Yeah. And he's putting things. He's into. like a mule. And he lo- <laughs> he's a pack mule exactly, <laughs> and he loves this shit. And uh, and I think we finally found the way to like harness that, which is now that he has these really cool little suitcases and things like that, he like loves putting toys away. Mm. Like he's putting that's brilliant. He's putting forks in these things. He's like, I'm like, where's, where's my like laptop? Oh, it's that's in a the fucking, downside. Yeah, it's fine. I don't, at least, but it's at clean, least it all you know? looks neat, right? Yeah. And, and oh, it's he actually would love really KonMari, fun. the the KonMari method. He would. He really and you know what? It. We did yeah. a little bit of that. I have to say, during this cleanup, did you project, learn about it? Oh, I, I mean, I've already learned about it from you, oh sensei. <laughs> but you know, also just from knowing that show and stuff. Uh, we did a little bit of that spark joy conversation. Good. And we got rid of some big it's things. It's so satisfying. It was really satisfying. I don't satisfying. know about you guys, but I go through first um, the phase of the holidays right before and then during where I'm like obsessed about material objects. I hate it, but I just, I have to think about things that I want to put on my own list for uh, other you, people you to get consumed. me. You become consumed. I do. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you. Um, I, I have to put things on my own list for people to get me. And then my birthday is also in that time frame. Happy then, birthday. Uh, thank you. And then I have to, I just was waiting for you to say it to yeah. me on air. <laughs> this this um, episode. And, and then I have to think about other people's stuff and what I'm getting them. And then you get all the stuff and you're like, I didn't get this, so I want to get this now. And it just, I, I, I feel awful about it because I'm just like consumed by it. But then going through and just getting rid of shit mm-hmm. feels so 
good. It's such a the great purge, feeling. The great purge. It's the great yeah. purging. Yeah, the, the great condemnation. Doesn't it feel great? Oh, it does. And and we always kind of half-ass that a little yeah. bit. We're like, well, we got to make some space. This year, we're like, let's fucking kill everything we yes. own. And I had That's this great, what I love about the Spark Joy thing. This great conversation with my dad about it, because I, I've realized that I picked up from my mom this very kind of sentimental attachment to things. We've talked about it on the show before, yes, right? Yes, we have. Yeah. Um, and it's not like we're pack rats, but like there's a lot of things we like want to hold on to. Like yeah. She still has my baby clothes, for example. Right. My dad, to be fair, still has my baby teeth in a jar, and I'm like, dad, <laughs> oh, that's a, that's kind of scary, and B, uh, you're one to talk. All of them. Every single one he that we ever lost. And my sister, them too. To, uh, to gums. I'm like, what are you doing with They're it? They're gummy like, bear gums, you oh know, God, that he can recreate it. Horrifying. <laughs> Um, but, but, you know, so, so, but my oh dad was God. like, you know, just, he's like, just get teeth. rid of it. Just get rid of it. I'm like, well, we can donate things. He's like, just, just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. If you just do a tax write off, if you can, but just get rid of it. Did you donate so, them at least? We donated everything that you we could, them basically. All in the but, backyard. but all of like the broken bonfire, like, like that. So, for example, that broken dresser that I was talking yeah. about. In the past, I would have disassembled it and kept some of it for like lumber for a project <laughs> that I would never get around to doing. But you never know, oh you know. There's God. a lot of cans no, in laughing. there. And I mean, I do do that occasionally, but I just love that. That's how you would have approached like a wardrobe or something. Because <laughs> like, it's like nice. It's nice, you know. It but for it's just parts. there's one. There's one part of it that's broken. The rest <laughs> is salvageable. And I was like, fucking, we're getting rid of it, and we're not going to donate it because it broke and fell in our kid we are getting rid of this yeah. thing and going this thing needs to be taken to out of circulation and fucking throwing it in the trash compactor was like a, a great moment did you do it yourself you just stood yes. over it and no but, but me and my dad and of course and he was like yes <laughs> and i brought I, there were things that i brought there to donate because there's a swap and then you at saw the it on the well. trash compactor and you saw like uh, something precious spill out of a drawer that you've meant to take out yeah like the one and then one you picture we had compact yeah and it reached out to me like terminator going yeah. at the end of terminator 2 <laughs> Um, there were things like, because there's a swap table at this town dump, which yes. I, I had never been the to in the past. swap shop, I've seen it called in other dumps. And yeah. it, I mean, but I've heard, I've heard legends of this thing. And yeah, it was you can get amazing stuff. absolutely incredible. And yeah. a lot of the stuff we put out, you know, in there. Uh, but there were things that like, <laughs> I had to like rest out of my dad's hands because he was like so excited to get rid of it. Because he's like all about get downsizing <laughs> right now. Picks up the I'm like, car. dad, stop throwing he the pickup truck. the fucking car. I'm like, why are you throwing me in the trash can? <laughs> it's like getting rid of everything. But it, I the feel great like purge. you go through this thing when you retire because he just retired a few years ago where it just feels so good to just get rid of shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So he like loved I that. I just love that visual of your dad just taking everything taking the inside entire truck yeah. and throwing it. You know, <laughs> other people's shit. You know, like tearing just... up the pavement and throwing it out. <laughs> But it was. Yeah, it feels so good to do that, and, it and does. I feel like now that we've started, like for example, we have this one drawer. I have this one drawer in my in my in my like yeah. dresser that is what just is that pajama have? pants. What is it? A, a drawer. <laughs> See, now I don't really say it like that. I'm saying it like that because I'm realizing Drayer? if I say draw 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 drawer drawer draw a drawer, I just draw drawer drawer. The figure you fucking druid. This <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings over here. What are you talking about? A drawer. A drawer. That a drawer. A drawer. A drawer. A drawer. A drawer. You gotta a get drawer. the W in a drawer. there. A drawer. A, no, not a drawer. Not a drawer. If I'm That's not thinking about it, what I'm going to say. Drawing. No, what I would say in my head, just everybody shut up, all, all one of you. What I would say is drawer. Drawer. <laughs> See, drawer. you're fucking missing the W. Drawer. You're saying drawer. drawer. Well, that's why the drawer. first time I did it, I knew I was going to say drawer, so I was like, I'll say drawer. That's how the, con- the count would say drawer. Drawer. Anyway, whatever the fuck it's called. I, it was it existed only to store pajama pants because I keep getting them for Christmas, yeah. and I love pajama. It's I'm a, a classic I'm pajama. I'm a sucker for it's those. It's a classic Christmas gift. But like, I have so many of them that like, and so getting that whole drawer thing <laughs> just down to like two was so cathartic, yeah. and then donating them. And like, oh my God. So we did that with so many clothes. Yeah. It was so worth it. And I got to say, new year, new you. Everybody listening to this, fucking get rid of everything you it's own. It's true. Get rid of, live homeless on the street. <laughs> Buy the trash dump so you can throw shit out for people. Imagine if there, there's a neighbor that you have, right? Maybe he also has kids in the same uh, school, so you see him a lot. And every time you see him in this new year, he's wearing something that you had gotten rid of. Can you imagine? <laughs> be, like he's basically you in, from 2019. That would be frightening. And every single time he's wearing one of your things, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, that'd be weird. I'd be it like, would be very it, weird. It's weird because you're taller than I am. You go to so his house like, and it's just all your old stuff. And it's just pictures of just hand drawn <laughs> pictures of me like Castle Rock. <laughs> Uh, it's funny because the the I, what I hear about this is that it's a very social place. This dump, the swap, the swap shop, all really? this stuff. And it's like because because in our town there's not trash pickup unless you like opt yeah, yeah, into yeah. it, right? Um, so we opted into it because uh-huh. uh, we're lazy, but and it's our part of our condo fee. But but for most people in town, they go to this you know incredible. It's a social event, like NASA scale dump site where yeah. there are. Well, I mean, it's a trash dump. That's all there is. But it's just so them, well yes. done. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, right? It's just amazing. And um, and at church in the choir that I sing, and there's this uh, older couple that I I love and you know very close to. They're great people, and uh, and he was like, uh, and they were both like, 
you know, you need to take the stuff to the swap shop. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, you know, like, so should I really go through it? And they're like, oh, yeah, just trust me. Go through it. And, of course, as I'm there with my dad and my dad's fucking chucking stuff into the dumpster, they pull up beside me. They're like, hey, you're at the swap shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm at the swap shop. I felt like I was really part of the town. And then That's my dad awesome. threw me in the garbage chute. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in the last few minutes here, the getting back to the value proposition of this show... Uh, which I hope we're delivering on for you right now, folks. So we said Thank we were basically we were a pressure release valve, right? Sure. I don't know, man. We help I, people I make cry. It up yeah, exactly. We help I, I hope you enjoy something about this show, whether you're a parent or thinking about parent or uh, or not at all a parent, and maybe this will make you really feel confident in your decision to never have kids. That's a valuable proposition. Um, but you know, you sort of segued us there, and uh, I'm curious about. You know, you're, we talked a little bit about taking stock of last year and setting up this year. And I had, I wanted to share kind of a practice that I went through as that I've done it for the second year in a row. Now you brought a journal. Um, I brought a journal, yeah. And it's not even the same Um, one you usually bring. It's you're right about that because I have one. Well, I I actually stopped. That was last year. I thought I was going to write stuff more for Mm -hmm. some reason. You know, I even bought like little uh, stylus for my phone. Never fucking. I just returned it immediately because I was like, this is stupid. It's it's um, so hard. It would to be great for a tablet, but for my phone, it was stupid. So yeah. anyway, um, where am I going with this? I guess I should just tell you what I did. That, that's yeah, probably let's see this new journal. Because let's face it, that's the only transition I was trying to make to talk. It was more. fluid. Um, but so I was thinking. I, I don't even know. I think I had read maybe aspects of this process in some fucking email or something a few years ago. And so what I've got it down to now, I've done it two years in a row, where I look at, and this took me like an hour. You know, it's not. I'm not talking about a huge amount of time. Um, I looked at. You know what happened in 2019? Like just just yeah. actually spending a, a couple minutes to write it down. So the the things I focused on, which might be random, I don't know. One is books that I read because I was just I thought it'd be interesting. So I made a list of those that I could remember, um, and then I did a category of like accomplishments slash events. You know, like th- big things that happened in my life, like you know vacations that happened or like big developments at work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I kept the podcast going and we had a live event that was definitely a mm-hmm. highlight from the year. Um, Grace going to preschool, you know, me boxing at the uh, fitness class for a year. Like just thinking about what actually happened this year and what stood out. People who have had kids in our you know our family mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and then the kids development. Like you know, it's interesting just to pause and be like, wow, a year ago, Luke wasn't really talking much. Isn't right? That crazy. Yeah. And can you remember that? Not really. I can't remember. Not it. clearly. I was talking with Jude about this the other day because because Henry just talks like nonstop. He's so fucking funny. Oh, I know. And and it's we were so like, great. and I was asking Jude, do you remember when your brother couldn't speak and he and he couldn't remember? And I was like, I don't remember what his voice sounds like. I know. And then we watched videos, of course, and we're like, okay, that's but which I, it's only makes me want to take more videos, which I, I yeah. definitely haven't done enough of with Luke because again, hashtag second kid. Right. Right. Um. So I I went through a few of the development, and this is you know just a little bit. Again, this is like a page for each thing I'm talking about. A page for like a page all, for each th- thing. What I meant is one page that has all of the things I'm describing right now. And it's then, a page for each thing, And then John. one page for 2020. There's um, an appendix at the end of this. Yeah, there's an appendix. Yeah, it's true. Footnotes. Um, <laughs> so then for... What it helped me do is think about, all right, here's here's like what happened in 2019 and here's what I sort of set out to do. I did also look back at what I wanted to get, you know, accomplish in 2019. And again, what I wanted to accomplish, like these are very modest things, things that I thought I would focus on more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it got me just thinking about what, you know, what happened. Because I've always been sort of a skeptic of like the big grand resolution where, you know, um, it's just all, it's usually the case that it's there's a massive drop off after a couple months and people right. just like resort back to their own ways of working right. uh, or their default mode. Um, and so I thought uh, only in only after I listed out the things that I kind of wanted to focus on in 2020, I thought of uh, a theme, which I've liked that approach for it instead of a resolution, Okay, um, which I only just realized today uh, after coming up with it, how perfect it is for the year 2020, because my theme was double down. Wow. <laughs> so it's I don't know. branded. It, it's branded. Double down. 2020 though how perfect is that right it's great, 2020 yeah. so uh but the the really the point was that I was looking back at last year and like some things that I did that I really felt good about which is I meditated more I I the gym we've talked about a lot you know I've put more emphasis on that and I've consistently gone to a boxing mm-hmm. class um and then I've read books which I hadn't done in ages with kids like I just didn't feel like I had the mental space to really read and so those are three of the examples um where I feel like I want to kind of double down I want to you know build on that and do even more like I want to go I want to work out and get some daily fitness every day, you know, in some, even if it's just 10 minutes, mm-hmm. um, just building that in as a routine rather than just a, two or three times. 
Um, I want to be able to read, you know, maybe 10 books, which is still a modest amount, but it's like, you know, a book a month and then minus two because... Because <laughs> <laughs> there are 12 months. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, this was helpful for me as a way of thinking about um, how I can just write out things that feel doable, manageable, but ultimately, you know, will lead to uh, maybe a fuller year of things that I actually want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just thought I'd share it as a practice because it was it was helpful. Again, it was, you know, probably an hour worth of time to sit down and write it. Um, but it's it's rare that I, I take the time, be, aside from this podcast, which I do try to organize my thoughts somewhat. <laughs> on the fly. Um, it's hard to, like, sit down and spend any time reflecting on what the fuck you did and what you want to do. Especially outside of the things that are kind of easy to reflect on, like right. just memories of, like, where you went and what you did. The, the things that are harder for me would be tracking things like behavioral changes. Yeah. Or parenting things that went well that you are learning from. You know, I, I feel like... And, and that's kind of where to, this podcast helps out. Yeah, that's true, right? If we things, listen back, I'm sure we'd be like, oh, wow. Like, was, oh, man, yeah. what a dumbass. Right. Um, well, I, I do that anyway, but I feel like... Uh, <clears throat> So we do the Flashback Fridays, which I've mentioned on the show before, where at the end of a season, we'll we'll designate one Friday night where we'll all get together and look at our memories from it as a family, which is nice. And oh, no, I don't think I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been doing it for a couple of years now. Um, and it's 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 like we, we really enjoy it. Like usually uh, Micah will have a, an album that she's putting together and we'll both be contributing to just moments through the year yeah. where things, uh, you know, like where we went out and just did something that was small but memorable, you know. And so we put them into a photo album and then uh, on like the last Friday of a season or the first Friday of the next season, I think we do. A season, meaning like Like a, fall, yeah, spring, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll have um, a season of shows or something. <laughs> a season of just winging it, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and we'll look at it and um, and kind of just take a little journey through the last few months. And it's and it's I great. The kids that. really love it. And, and it's it's part of this came out of this on the show when we had talked about how I was having a hard time going back and looking at old videos and pictures. Yeah, it was kind of too much. Yeah. And wanting to start getting more normalized with it. So that right. it's not always just like uncovering these things that like are too precious to like. It's also like it's okay to look back a month and a half ago and like remember, oh, yeah, we went to this fair and that was really fun. It would have gotten lost in, you know, yeah. in the sea of and memories. Yeah, we would do it as a family. We'd the sit down too, and we'd right? cast it to the television so I we can all that. see it and we get popcorn <clears> and talk. About I want to take that. Um, yeah, Flashback Friday. It's, it's, it's good. It's, <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> Hashtag mine. Um, I want the pancakes, Daddy. Uh, and so then you take all the memories and you throw them into the trash compactor. We do. Yeah. My dad comes Purge. up with a pickup truck. <laughs> Purge! Um, uh, so that's that's been really good in terms of staying on top of things that are happening I throughout like the that. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of like behavioral things, I think you're absolutely onto something, which is that it's a lot. So, for example, the last like uh, resolution list that I wrote down mm-hmm. was 2016, and I still have it on my phone. Yeah, because it was like the one I'd put the most work into, and the one that I had done the shittiest job of of staying up with. And it's like the last time I've ever written it down before, because I think if you have to write down your resolutions, you probably don't have the right ones. Right? <laughs> if you need to have a list of things that you need to hold yourself to, like it was so all over the place it was like yeah you know i, I want it was it was huge things about myself that i wanted to change and about the way that i wanted to like envision the world and all this shit and um and if i weren't looking at the list i wouldn't remember what i was doing and so i got through like none of it and then i kind of uh over time have honed more of this idea that like i can do one or two big things that are very easy yeah that are incremental that are ways where i can just kind of be checking in every day to make sure that like my behaviors are moving in the direction that i want them to be moving in right um and if they don't like it's that. like okay because it's easier it's it's less uh measurable on like a micro scale and more measurable on a macro scale you know i thought i was hearing the reverse though that you you put into place like certain habits or incremental things that are that are micro so they're uh, easier it's, Is, it's, did it's, i mishear it's, it's, it it's at the steps to get there are micro it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's simple things that are kind of interactional throughout the day i see yeah. you see what i'm saying yeah so but i'm not like i need to lose four pounds between this week to this week <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. these really granular no, I like, like that. writing I do. down meal macros and things the way, like that. i don't know if this is helpful or this sort of resonates with how you're saying it but i feel like um you know if we were all i don't know why a ship is the fucking analogy i think of a boat of the metaphor yeah but it's not like we're trying to plot every single point we're going to hit this year or yeah, whatever, right. right? It's more just like aiming. Point it in the direction. Be like, okay, I think that's east. Let's just yeah, go. Yeah, and talking about like, see, I want to, like, I want to, you know, uh, I want to <laughs> talk to all the crew this this year and be friendly to them. And I want to eat more on the, I don't fucking know what I'm talking weird. about. The I don't want to walk the plank. Well, really, it's, it's for me, it's like focusing more on the how. So I'm yeah. not saying at the end of a year, I just want to be, you know, better in these ways. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I want to put into place sort of these practices. You know, I want to read more books. I want to work out yeah. more regularly because I feel like they will all contribute to me ultimately being a better person. Right. And the things that you've done in recent years that you feel good about. And, yeah. and that that is what I'm getting at yeah. too, which is the, I think you're onto something where like we don't have to reinvent ourselves. That's not going to yes. get anybody anywhere. And that's also usually too much pressure and it doesn't work. work. Yeah. 
Like, but it's very American, go crazy. Isn't it? It's yeah. very American. <laughs> but we can instead be like, you know what? I did a good job with this this year, and it made me happy. So let's let's like keep that. Yeah. Maybe add on yeah. to it. You know. Yeah. Agile. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Responsive management principles. Uh, so I feel like that is something I'm totally on board with on the ship, and uh, and I can <laughs> get behind. Now. I think it's great. Yeah. So it's it's good, and it also is very helpful um, to see to to reflect to know that um, sometimes because you're focused in that way and you're gradually sort of changing your behavior or whatever. It's hard to notice that you've changed, right? Right, right. But one very easy one um, for me was is the the physical part, you know, going to the gym because I'm now a Hulk, right? So it's easy to see. No, I'm just <laughs> monstrous. Kidding. Um, not at all. But but what I what I've been going to this boxing class now for a, about a year, which is crazy. That's you know, that's a like lot we more than I thought. Talking about it, I know it was February of last year, yeah. I believe. Jesus. Um, but what really, you know, it sunk in most when, of course, now there's like this influx of new people coming to the class, right? Um, who are all have set their own New Year's resolutions, and so it's yeah. just been really busy all of a sudden. Um, because by you know November December, it was like me and you know like two other people usually, um, and so now it's a filled class. And you know the teacher is having me be like the person who he's like you know watch how he does it blah blah. Wow, which is like high, you're the demonstration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which person. is like high pressure and shit. But then I'm also seeing um, in the same way that I did, you know, people struggle. And looking at them and be like, "Wow, that was that was," and I'm not right. judging them. And you but walk like, over and you punch them right in the fucking exactly. face. Exactly, because there's one guy. You know, we do jump roping, and the poor guy, like, you know, it, jump roping is hard. It took me like I have no rhythm, so it was really hard. I practiced at home, and like, you know, Bethany didn't think I could do it at all. Um, but maybe that just pushes me more. So she's got the right strategy. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so. You know, I, it took practice to do because I learned how to do like the boxing skip where you kind of move your feet. You know, it, it's not just a regular jump. Um, and so I'm watching this guy. And th- the weird thing is, so he's about as far as you are from me right now. OK, and I'm already jump roping and he's just coming into the class and he decides to stand about where you are and face me while he's jump roping. Wow. And so I'm fucking like locking eyes with somebody because you have to look straight ahead when you're doing it. And so it's you're the most to look awkward thing. Well, a little up, I guess you can look. But where else are you going to look? To the side? Uh, down? I, I usually look down when I'm jumping. Really? Yeah. I feel like that would be I mean, I'm not like great at jump. I should be clear. I'm not like a master jump roper. Well, but I, I, I usually, I, I have a soft focus about four feet in front of my body, I would say. Yeah, you could do usually that. kind of on the ground. I think generally, though, at least the trainer says usually if you make have- Make eye contact. You could either- No, not make eye contact. Piercing. That's the point. Don't fucking stand in front of somebody when you're jump and, roping and, your and look at them. That, that's just awkward. Right. All the more so because he, he'd pull off like one or two jumps and then it would just get like tangled around him. He practically mm-hmm. hung himself with the jump rope. Um, and it was just like it became such a distraction to watch this guy. Was he trying to match your rhythm? Stumble through it? It? So, so no, he, he was, was just probably fuck- throwing up. He was trying to keep up. He didn't know his no, limits No, the poor yet. guy was just new. He was. I'm not judging him at all. It was just that he was new. The fucking dumbass. But I'm saying turn the other fucking way. Yep. Okay? Yep. Please. Just, so he was at, watching you because so you after, were the paragon after of this one boxing After one round. Class. That's fine. So after one round, I turned around and faced away from him, which was wow, probably rude. that's a huge, yeah, a huge that's a dick big move, right? Um. And so that was how I was able to get through that. But anyway, my main point was just that um, it's like it's nice to step back and and remind yourself like, wow, I you know, I did something for a whole year. And, you know, whatever it may be in your life, um, reflecting back a little bit on that and what worked, what didn't. And then like trying to iteratively maybe do a little bit more of the things that, like you said, um, are bringing meaning to your life Mm -hmm. and, and helping you, you know be a better person i guess i see that at the gym all the time too people that i can tell are kind of just on that journey yeah and i'm like you know i i remember being really self-conscious i remember feeling like i didn't know what i was doing for sure like even a little thing like uh is i never run on the treadmill if i'm doing cardio at the gym because i always feel like it's like i, I get self-conscious about it because it's oh, like interesting everybody that's on the treadmill is usually more of like a runner than the people who are kind of on the other machines. <laughs> really that's yeah at least in our there are so many people who i feel like that is not the case when you look there to like well, they're walking. Like, the people who are walking on the treadmill are clearly like recovering from walking an injury and just dripping. Sweat, <laughs> oh you know? my god! Um, no, but the people who are like really running. Yeah, well, usually... certainly with classes, that's how I felt too. It's very intimidating. It I, is. I wasn't going to. And the, go. for us, the treadmills are all right at the front of the room, and like yeah. it's loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, and, and so I just I've always sort of like used other cardio machines, and I was like, you know what? Like I want to use the treadmill more, and I've been over the last few weeks using the treadmill a nice. lot and loving it. And I'm right? like, you know what? Nobody's fucking looking at me. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares about you. And Patrick if they did, Green. like that, I'm going to turn around. And I'm gonna I'm gonna kick him, right? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't. Um, well, it goes back to the you know we're all just winging it. I mean, honestly, yeah. like very few people I think would be in a state where they're like 
judging you except me for the jump rope guy apparently right um who are <laughs> no but even in that moment all i was thinking is like that's how i was you know no, like, exactly I wanted everybody to say to him, nobody I, walks in an expert jump rope exactly right? i was gonna say to him like that's you know stick with it because it just takes a while yeah because you know the f- sad part is that i think a lot of people won't come back from you know i'll, I'll see exactly. from the future exactly. classes but like that's why we get discouraged because i think we do set these expectations of ourselves that we're going to reinvent ourselves yep. overnight right yep. But it all fucking takes work, and it all is just putting in the reps, as they yep. say, right? I mean, that's and really it's great. It. So, for for example, on the on the like lifting app that I have, you, you can have a, the, all of the history of what you've done over yeah. the last year. So you're and, up and, to a thousand pounds, a thousand yeah. pounds deadlift. Yeah, it's nice <laughs> looking back and 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 seeing like how in the beginning, like my goals were ridiculous. I was like trying, I was just trying way too hard, yeah. trying to fit way too much into a workout, <laughs> and it was just and, it, and no wonder I was embarrassed because I couldn't do it. You know, right. it, just, it just and I didn't have proper form yet. And then I like saw how I started like thinking more about it, researching more about. Yeah, the research part is and so asking fun. people and being humble about it, being like, you know what? Yep, I don't think I really know what I'm doing, and having people like show you, and then you, and then you're able to actually like be realistic about it, and like slowly over time become stronger and healthier. Yeah, and that and so that's a good example. You're that's talking life. about looking back at reviews <laughs> and goals and things like yeah. for me, like I did that uh, just last week. I looked back at my my statistics on this app, and I was like, you know what? I'm stronger than I was last year. Yeah, and that's something that I feel like when you're in the middle of it, you don't realize for sure. And then you look back and you're like, you know what? I did a fucking good job. And it is life. You're right. Totally. It, it, it's like yeah. It's it's you know figuring something out, learning from other people, watching other people, having the humility. Um, otherwise, you know, we all have that critic in us that says you can't do this, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it is that sort of very slow, gradual um, change that's possible. And I hope that with this show as well and the topics that we cover, you know, with, with each one of those, with every book I read or everything that you sort of <laughs> absorb in life, uh-huh. um, there's pieces of it that help you sort of move in that direction. But it's exactly. not, it's never an overnight, you know, change. And that's the key, right? I think. When, if you want to set a resolution you can keep to, don't think of it as when I get to next year, I have to have completed this mission that I'm on. Yeah. Because you're living in a continuum and every year is just another day, right? Right. Like you're just, you're not stopping anywhere. So look at it like it's a journey and take take stock of where you are and look if you want to make a course correction and add things to it. But like, but you're not, you know, you're only accountable to yourself. So like be a good boss to yourself, right? Don't yeah. abuse yourself. <laughs> and if you slip up, which we all do, right? Because that's the other thing. A lot of these resolutions are like cold. Like I will stop doing this, right? Yeah. If it's smoking, let's say you smoke or whatever it is, um, you know, People make mistakes or slip up, but you can. That, I think that's the other danger of the whole year thing, right? Where it's like, all right, I fucked up this one, so mm-hmm. got to wait for next year. But like you said, every day is a new day and an opportunity to, you know, do right. So and it's a new chance to get back on the horse and and to like fix whatever you're doing that you're not happy with. And if you don't do it, don't kill yourself because you have days left to do this. Like we have we have time, you know. I think so. I hope so. ideally. Yeah, the fact that it was like seventy degrees out this weekend. Yeah, what was up with uh, it? It in the was middle literally of winter seventy degrees in New out England this weekend. is problematic, but I was wearing sandals yesterday. Yeah. I know. That's classic New England, right? And then we have snow. <laughs> we got snow this morning. But I hope uh, I hope this year we can, you know, double down. Let's put some emphasis on some of the double stuff down we want to do more. And uh, looking forward to getting back into the routine of checking in with you. Yeah, me too. And all of you who are listening, uh, if there's something you want to hear us talk about, explore. Uh, or not talk about like burping on the show. Um, let us know. I'm keeping some of those in for li- for the tickle session after this. I'm just just winging it, dads at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Welcome back.